<laughs> That's what's up. All right, let's get into this. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do a quick intro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll get the people looped in, man. Let's go. All right. Well, welcome back or welcome to Orange County's very own. Thank you for tuning in, tapping in with the boys. Uh, I got a really special episode for y'all tonight, uh, something that's been in the works for a minute. Um, you know, busy life, busy schedule, children. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, I, am, I am proud and humbled and, and excited to introduce my boy, Eddie. Um, I'd love to give yourself your own intro because I love your name as well. So I'm going to let you do that. But really quick, before we do that, um, y'all know, so really quick, we'll get into the intro, man. As always, uh, just want to say thank y'all for tapping in, tuning in, and just following the journey of Orange County's very own. Um, as I've said before on past episodes, like this platform is really to give y'all just another perspective of life, multiple perspectives if I can, especially in a format like this where I can't say this is an interview whatsoever. This is just another conversation uh, from man to man. man. It's a straight podcast, man. We're just here to have a conversation and we're just looping y'all into these conversations that we would have had anyways. Yes, sir. Uh, But we want to share it with y'all again to give you a different perspective on life. Um, And hopefully that, you know, through the message and, and through the content that we accumulate through this episode, that something can impact your life, move you forward in your life or give you if if at anything, just give you another perspective um, that you walk through life. Because I truly believe that through more perspectives that you have in your life, it gives you a greater opportunity to learn, to learn, be educated and also and also that's right. Be open minded and really just be able to um, just not be so single. It's just not to be so single minded at the end of the day. Right. And uh, that's what we do here at Orange County's very own. And so I just appreciate y'all rocking with your boy, Mac. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I want to introduce the boy, Eddie. Um, introduce yourself, man. Let the, know, let the people know who you are, what your name is, and then we'll, we'll dive into this whole thing. We got, we got Austin Milby in the mix, too. Yes, sir. AKA What's Cadence. up, bro? What's up, Big Papas? <laughs> <laughs> Big Papas in here as well. Um, <laughs> Another night with the boys in the stew, but yeah, let the people know who it is, man. Damn, you, you want me to go ahead and get my full name and shit? Yeah, I want to hear it all, man. Man, all right, so my full name is Edelmiro, my last name is Molinari, and I'm the fourth. And yes, yeah, sir. man, I, I my artist name is M4. Yeah. Um, I'm going through some rebranding right now, so mm-hmm. I'm planning on changing uh, the artist name to Tino, because yeah. I'm from Argentina, and you know, Argentino. So short for for Argentina, you know. Uh, and, and you're n- you're not just one that just saying, oh, like my heritage is from Argentina. Uh, no, I'm, you are straight from there. Fr- that it. was your zip code. It, it's a trip, bro. I was born in L.A., but I was raised my most of my life in Argentina, man. Um, and yeah, that's I, my roots are from there, man. That's where I'm from. That's where I grew up. That's why I am the way I am today. That's right, and that's why we. That's why an, a big reason, not only because I, I got a lot of love for you, a lot of respect for you, as not only fa- from a father for father to a father, uh, but the other piece is you've brought me a lot of perspective through the conversations that you and I have had, the ones that Austin was a part of as well. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna be able to to really loop people in on a different perspective, a different culture, a different environment. And I'm super excited to dive into this shit, man. You know, for, for people that don't know about us, we've been friends already for a couple of years. We've mm-hmm. had some deep ass conversations. 
We've prayed together in dark times. Yeah. All kinds of shit, man. Like, this is, uh, you, you guys are going to get full-blown us. That's it. You know, I'm, I'm, we, we don't fake the funk, bro. I That's don't, right. I don't pretend to be someone that I'm not, man. Straight authenticity, man. Yes, so sir. So to, to, to loop y'all in, too, on, on Eddie, um, like he said, we've known each other for a few years now, and I met, I met Eddie through Austin, um, and... You know he's an artist himself. He's got a ton of dope music. Thank you, bro. And that. you know he's bilingual, so uh, you si, know. Señor. See, si. <laughs> and uh, you know he's like I said, he's just got a lot of perspective. Um, and I'm just excited to dive into this. So where I where I really want to start with you, bro, for real, for real. Get it going, come on. Um, I'm gonna I want to start from the roots, and I I want to start with like you know. We got time tonight. Oh yeah. And so, like, w- what I'd like to do is just, like, walk, walk walk these people through where you're coming from, like, your roots initially. Give us the granular look at it as well. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll help help guide and lead, you know, as far as just, like, yeah, yeah, where we yeah. go with it. But talk, bring us back to Eddie the in Argentina as a little boy, and then we'll, we'll work up to where you're at today. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, I was born in L.A., um, since a kid, I took pride in that, especially when I found hip hop, because to me, the best rappers are from here. The best <laughs> artists are from here. And uh, like, I, in my opinion, West, when, when West Coast rap was born, it took over, bro. Everybody now wants to do the whole West Coast thing. You yeah. know, if you really think about it, the lingo, the style, the whole California thing, you know, so yeah. as a kid, Knowing that I was born in in, in L.A., um, you know, I took pride on that. You know, my mom, uh, she lived in L.A. for about 10 years. Um, no, more than that. Sorry. She's probably lived in L.A. for like 20, 20-something yeah. years or so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I took a lot your of... Your mom's pro- a sweetheart, by the way. Oh, fuck yeah. I finally shout got to, to meet mom. your mom at the Tiki Bar concert. Yeah, shout out Kate to... and friends. Shout out to my mom, my older brother... My lady, my kids, yeah. I love you guys. You guys are the reason why I'm here and the reason why I keep going, you know, I keep fighting, you know? Not to go too off track, but congratulations again. I want to say it on air uh, to you becoming a father of your own, you, you know, having your, having your own seed, you know thank what I'm saying? You. It's a trip. I know how special that is, man. Man, you grow so much. And, it, and people think it's easy. It's not. <laughs> when you when you transition to being a father and mm-hmm. you start really looking deep within yourself and what you got to do to improve spiritually, mentally, it's uh, it's definitely a, a, a tough battle, but it's yeah. worth everything. Man. That's a good point. Like it really it really unravels everything. Like it basically puts all your cards on the table and it says. All right. Well, what angle are you coming at this from? Right. Who are you today? Yeah. And like what, like Which, how I always used to say, like the cracks and leaks. What demons are affecting? That's right. You too, bro. That's right. You know. Um, what things are taking you away from you being the best version of yourself? Becoming a father, for me, it's a beautiful, and it's a beautiful experience, and it's also because of the fact that I grew up without a dad. Mm. It also has been painful for myself because, um, you know, I I want to make sure I'm the best father possible. And I never yeah. really had 
a role model like that. So, you know, here and there you make your mistakes and you're right. like, fuck, man. Like, all right, that was stupid of me. Mm-hmm. I got to improve that. You know, and that comes with a with a relationship with my lady, right? My kids, my mom, everybody. It's the decisions, the thoughts. The, it, the it way starts I with view the life. That's right. The way your perception goes in, just to the day, right? And then your thoughts, which lead to your words that come out of your right. mouth or the actions that follow. You yeah. start really getting granular with yourself as a human being. I've made a lot to of a, such a deep degree. I've made a lot of positive. Uh, spiritual and mental changes i'm still you know uh working on myself you of course know? um endless journey brother yeah and my inspiration to for that is mainly my kids and my lady if it wasn't for that woman bro like yeah man she be calling me out on things that i don't even know about myself and then i start mm. fucking realizing and i'm like oh shit she's right yeah she's right and that's what a being a a family man is, you know, being yeah. a, a, a a partner, a husband. That's right, a true it's, partnership. Yeah, you know, love love shows through the ugly side of life. That's right. You know? Have you ever heard of the word candor? No, what is that? It's like, it's basically like what you're talking about right now. Someone who's relentless and showing you the things that you could get better at, but coming from a place of love. It's not because, hey, right. I'm trying to degrade you because as a man. Right, right, right. And it, it's like a true partnership in the sense of, look, man, I am seeing something that you may not be seeing. Right. Right. And, it's and vice I'm going to, I love you so much that I'm going to put it in front of you. I'm not saying I'm like, I have control over that, but like, I'm just going to tell you that that is what it is. And you need to fucking change That's it. right. You need to change it or yeah. this or A, B, C, D, E gonna is going to start happening. That's, That's right. It. That's right. Yeah. That's what candor is, though. And uh, I think I think when it comes to partnership, um, you know, in any form, this could be as business partnership. This could be anything. Friendships. That's right. Relationships. Real relationships. Yeah. Meaningful, yeah. meaningful relationships. Yeah. You have to be in a place where... You are not. It's not even about being comfortable saying it, but you you have to understand that without that, the relationship dwindles, because then then it starts allowing leaks for honestly just BS, bro. At the end of the day, right. like 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 surface level things, and then the relationship dwindles over time because it's not as real as it should be, right. which is we are humans we make mistakes and we are not perfect and there's all like i said an endless journey towards getting better as an individual and it's like if you us alone we can only see so many angles and perceptions of ourself and so if you have somebody who can actually from the outside of your own your own being when you have the right people around you whether it's your wife Mm -hmm. your friends your brother sister mom dad whoever the fuck is in your life yeah when you have the right people in your life, you're going to improve automatically. That's right. You know, because like totally. you said, they, those people come from a place of love. Mm-hmm. They care for you. They love you. They want to see you doing good. Yeah. They want to see you successful. And, you know, when you have people like that calling you out on things, uh, you need to put your fucking pride away. Yeah, you and, and listen and, and just soak in everything, you know. And it's tough, man, especially as a man, because men... Us as men, we have a lot of fucking pride, bro. Yeah, a lot. I think naturally there's it's a lot naturally of ego. like that. If you re- even even if you look at the animal kingdom, kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, like lions. Yeah. The lioness is the one that that is always going after the lion, and hey, they, you see them fucking 
fighting each other and like whoa, 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 whoa. it's, it's kind of like they're communicating everyone, everyone everyone knows like not everyone not everyone like their people i wouldn't say <laughs> fighting but like the animals know they yeah, understand they right. understand that lion has a certain standard that they right. live by right and that they also can dominate when they want to right and so it's, and, it's a and very fighting good is not the right word it's more like discussing you know right because when you see like a lioness going after a lion and they he she tosses him around that's and, right and and they're it's kind of like their argument obviously they 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 don't speak our language sure that's their language mm -hmm. you know that's right and it's the same thing with humans you know we 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 argue we 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 talk about things and you know and we if, we have ego and pride like and, what you were saying right. at the end of the day and like right. the more that we can remove that from our being at any aspect or any bucket of our lives that's when we can actually actually have transformed things that move life forward yeah rather than keeping it stale or regressing it opens up the doors of opportunities for us to pride, move the life pride forward. can be good at times and it can be terrible also mm -hmm. You need to learn how to tame it and the control harmony. it. That's right. Yeah. Because sometimes your pride, when people fuck with you, your pride gets you out of situations, you know? Right. And it gets you out in a good way, but sometimes it bites you in the ass. Yeah. So, you know, you, you got to be very careful. And that's what I'm learning as a father, honestly, mm -hmm. and as a, as a partner to my, to my lady, you know, mm -hmm. is put the fucking egotistical fucking pride to the side and listen and soak in and it doesn't matter if you soak it in right away or it takes you a couple of days a couple of hours as long as you're fucking learning it and yeah you're you're getting the 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 idea of that then you're gonna be making you're gonna become the man that you want to become man yeah yeah the man that not even the one that want to become the man that you're supposed to be that you were designed that to god be. wants that god you to you. be i i've said i think i said this on the last podcast that I are just at least one of the podcasts in the end. But when I think about, I'm a very future forward thinking individual, always have been. Yeah. And especially with my spirituality and my relationship with God, I always think about that interaction that I know in the Bible is spoken. It is true that I will meet him. I will, we will all meet our creator, whether oh, yeah. you believe it or not. You don't yeah. have to believe me. This is an open podcast. No. You can think, think I, and believe I, or I, say I'm whatever you want. I'm 100% with you, bro. But in that interaction, you are going to have to meet the one that designed us in a certain way. And I believe that the actual, the 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 man, for instance, the Makai that he designed me to be, I believe I will have the opportunity to actually meet that version and of me. And everything that happens throughout your life mm -hmm. is for a reason. That's right. It doesn't happen just because. No. No. There is no chance, you know, and and it's like there's like, no coincidence. Like your life. situation with your kid, mm -hmm. it wasn't unexpected, bro. No, no, that was meant and to happen. It, and it helped you it. grow, and I knew it. It helped you grow as a man. I you knew went it. from a little boy to a man. That's the that's the transition I'm going through right now. I, I, let me rephrase that. Not a little boy. You went from a young man, yeah, to now you're a full blown adult. And it was by choice. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who like have not experienced something like that, it, it is by choice. Yep. And you know that and by looking at the stat the stats of this oh, yeah. this country. Oh. It is by choice, but out of out of love, right? I think nat naturally it was not a choice for me, to be completely honest. And I've said this before, the conversations I've had with people. Yeah. It was not a choice for me. It was a matter of 
how do I get better so I can handle this situation? Uh, and you know what I'm saying? Provide a life that I would want for my child. Kids are little angels that fall down from the sky, bro. Like it's not even fall, thing, they man. come from the sky. They fly purposed. into your life. Purposed. Yep. Yep. Your and son was purposed for you and your partner. Bro, every time and, he's per- and and their purpose for every single human being that they will interact with. Every time I'm, I I hit, and be impacted by. Every time I hit an obstacle on my, on my way <coughs> and I get bummed out, I look at a picture of Damian and mm-hmm. Edelmiro and a picture of my lady. And I'm like, all right, everything's going to be all right. <laughs> chill, you know, chill, right. relax. And you know, at the end of the day, man, like from father to father, at the end of the day, what we can do is control what we control at the end of the day. We right. can't always control the decisions right. and choices that other people make and, or the influence that comes into our children's life. Right. But we can be that influence. We can set that standard for yep. them by, the, and, by and, the actions, the things that comes out of our mouth and, and the way that we lead and guide their lives. And that's why when you become a father, it is so important to tackle down all your demons, dude. Yeah. Because Big time, you're going to make mistakes in front of your family, dude. Mm-hmm. And your kids are going to look at that shit. That's right. But it's a matter of if you believe in yourself and you can correct it. And yeah. then you're showing them how to be... A, a, a decent human being mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like if you are men enough to say like i said fuck, fuck i fucked up yeah i can't be like this with my family or with my loved ones in general you know my friends my family my mom whoever you know um you just you know you 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 embrace your mistake and you try to tame it yeah. you, you you try your best to tame it until it's completely subdued you know like boom yeah. no more of that and this goes back into like you know what we talk about a lot on this podcast eddie which is self-improvement i i truly believe you know you you look at the you look at the environment that this in the world that we live in today at the end of the day like i truly believe the answer to not only forward progression of humanity but it all starts with us. It's an individual effort, an individual commitment of us getting better in every aspect of our life yep. that will trickle down to the people that are in our circle. Because we can't, bro, we can't control what Ye does. We can't control what uh, people at certain status do or even people who are two levels away from our inner circle, for instance. And we also can't even control the things that are going on in our inner circle. Right. But we, what we can control, bro, and this is for everybody that's listening listen to this or on YouTube. It is about what you do consciously every single day in your waking moments that your God reactions. gives you, that God blesses you. That's right. Everything, if you don't understand that, if you're not if you're not conscious and aware of the things that are in your mind being filtered through your mind and coming out of your mouth or the actions that you're doing, today should be the day. Today should be the day that you flip the switch and say, I need to be very conscious about the things that I'm putting into my body. I need to be conscious about the things that are going into my mind, the things that I'm speaking into this world. People don't understand the power of the voice, the power of words. I'm barely learning that, bro. To be quite honest with you, barely. It is a whole piece. I was telling Kay right here last time I was here that these past, I want to say four or five months. Yeah. I, I've been dealing with so much inner 
bullshit that I had that I didn't even know I had, you mm. know, to yeah. make that improvement. And it's that's why I said it's painful because it it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and being like, fuck. Most people don't want to do it. No. Man. And it's so, you know, I don't blame him. I'm, in I'm this be dead world, honest. in this world, we're so caught up with shit that don't matter mm -hmm. that we forget about what matters. Oh, bro, we forget that, is that so what's true. the most important thing in life, bro. Honestly, you gotta be right in a spiritual level with yourself. Yeah, you know, be that's when God comes in too. You know, and I'm not a church goer like that or or super hardcore religious. Sure, I just know that. God is watching. He exists, mm -hmm. and yeah, dude. Like, and He loves you tremendously. And all, all He want, all, all He wants at the end of the day. And, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, bro. Nah, nah <laughs> you're bad. straight. You're straight. It's and a podcast, especially, baby. Especially, especially in the music game, man. Mm. And the, especially in the hip hop game. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the hip hop game is so caught up with the wrong shit. Yeah. Especially, Big time distracted. especially street motherfuckers, bro. Mm. Especially street motherfuckers that come from nothing. You know, we start focusing on the material things yeah. a lot. So things that really don't matter. Hip hop puts that on your face. The industry puts that in your in your the face. The image. It's the image. Right. The narrative. And honestly, dude, that's not what it's all about. You know. Yeah. You know, it's important to have a good image for your business. Sure. You know, you're a walking fucking. You're walking brand. Billboard. You're, you're a walking billboard. brand. You're a fucking brand. And yeah, if you're in the music game, depending on what genre, you have to carry yourself a certain way in the game, bro. But mm -hmm. you cannot mix that shit with your personal life. It's like almost having two personalities, you know? Mm. When I'm in four, I'm in four. But when I'm with my family, I'm Eddie. Yeah. I'm Edel Miro. You yeah. know? Like, I cannot be in four with my family. Where do you think that comes from? I'm curious, because that's a different perspective of how I'd look at it. So I'm curious, like where where do you where do you feel that comes from? What? Where like where you feel like, like M4 has got to be M4, but outside of that, like, look, it's like what I tell my woman, M4 is like what Slim Shady is to Eminem. Mm, it's the it's the wild side, the dark side, the, in a sense. Is that it could be anything, honestly? Yeah, yeah. Innocence. Whatever you titled it, right? You can it could you be can categorize it however. My innocent side. I feel that. It can be my angry side. Mm. It could be my crazy side. It could be my violent side. Yeah. You know, we all have that. We're humans. Hundred percent. If you don't, it's bullshit. It's if you tell me you don't got no violent side, <laughs> or no angry side, or no nothing like that, you're full of shit. Yeah. Maybe full you of spend, shit. Spend a little bit more time in the mirror, right? Right. No, I'm with right. you. Right. So no, I appreciate you elaborating on that because, like, uh, again, you know, for the, for the audience, right? Yeah. To understand a little bit more granular as far as those different angles, because not everybody's an artist, right? They they're not expressing themselves through certain avenues. This is my right. way to express. Right. I love human connection, speaking, the things that got like I I have experienced to share with other people, and I've done it through music as well. Right. And but not again, not everybody that listens to this or taps into this like has those angles. So. And you know. In my opinion, I think it's so important that when you go on your artist side, like yeah, or creative side, we could say whatever, right. whatever. You, it's okay to be not okay. I wouldn't say okay, but you gotta be. I have to be M four. 
because the music industry is just fucking wild, bro. It is. A lot of fake... We were talking about this off off pod. A lot of fake motherfuckers in this industry, bro. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot of fake love. It's I'm so- interested on your perspective of this, Eddie. Like, when you look at the, the, the nature and the environment that we're in today, especially when it comes to music. Yeah. Like... Do you feel that there is a change in people's perspectives when it comes to industry, when it comes to what is actually real? Or do you still think, like, where do you think people are at when, like, realizing real shit compared to industry the shit. fakeness, the industry shit? The industry shit. The stuff that doesn't actually matter. It's the, it's the brand, it's like the, 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 na- the narrative of, of marketing or advertising right. to keep people in a certain mindset or in a certain state. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because it's, it's the evolution of it through music. Music is probably one of the biggest targets when it comes to influence. Oh, yeah. I truly believe this. I, I always really say do. this about music. Music is the most powerful weapon in the fucking world. Mm. It is not a fucking machine gun, a bazooka, a nuke. It's not that. Wow. Music, because you know why? Yeah, tell me. Music tell brainwashes us. people, bro. Music brainwashes people. If we go back... Break that down, yeah. If we go back in the days when, when hip-hop started, right? Mm-hmm. It was street-influenced, right? Straight it up. still is, yeah. you know? And let's go back to mid 90s early 2000s when rap was gangster right gangster rap Mm -hmm. what the fuck did you see in the streets tell me exactly what they were rapping about right drugs gang banging people people that weren't even involved in that shit all of a sudden Mm. start dressing like rappers yeah start wearing the brands that rappers will wear they still do it up to this day man yeah Start talking like Nobody's them. rocking a pro club right now. Right. <laughs> put the white boy in a pro club, bro. I got you. I got you, my boy. <laughs> but um, I love but it. you know, um, and what people need to realize, too, is that especially rappers that come from the streets, they're telling their story to put out a perspective, dude. Mm. They're not saying that shit for you to go and do it. Exactly. They're not, bro. They're not. They're, these men that are famous right now and powerful, got money and shit like that, mm-hmm. they're saying these things because they came from that background and they're kind of telling their story. They're not saying that shit so you can go and shoot a motherfucker. Right. No. It's straight real. It's their actual experience. And that was the battle with hip-hop back in, uh, back when it first started. You know, the news outlets, they will picture it as like, they will put it as like, this negative genre no bro you just didn't understand it you ain't never seen it you never, never seen it. it and someone had to fucking speak out about it shout out to nwa bro yeah that was actually the first that was the first time i was ever introduced to street to be honest with you coming yeah. from my background like, yeah other than other than my family members that are, are deep in long look bro lbc i had a very very decent childhood until the last few years in argentina mm. um we my, yeah d- die back in it because this is where yeah yeah let's is, go let's go <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do it we're going yeah, head first it. um so yeah uh my childhood was great bro you know yeah. aside from my dad not being in the picture mm-hmm. and certain little personal problems in in our lives with my mom and i yeah uh my my childhood was amazing bro and you got it you got a little brother i have a younger brother shout out to my little brother Jiu. my little brother out of all of us, he's a fucking warrior, bro. 
He's the ones that's gone through the most. Hands down, bro, because my brother lives with my pops. And keeping it quite honest, I'm not doing this to trash my dad's name or anything, but my dad is a fuck up, you know? Mm. And it's a, it's it, it's so crazy because you know a lot of for, people can relate to this. For area, those that don't know, my dad is a famous guitar player in Argentina, and everybody in the rock industry out there think that my dad is the shit. That my dad is, woo, amazing. Yeah. Nobody knows the personal side of him. Right. Nobody. The behind doors. Closed, the only ones I know about that stuff. are me, my sister, and my two brothers and my mom. You know, yeah. and. So you got more than one brother. <laughs> I have two brothers and a sister. Okay, bad, bad, bad. Yeah. I know about Gio. Yeah, Gido, and I'm going to say this in Spanish because if he listens to this shit, I want him to know that. Bad, bad, yeah, please. That this is about him. Mi hermanito es un guerrero. He's a warrior, bro. That's dope. Mi hermanito fue el que le tocó, le tocó las cosas más duras de la vida. It, it, the hardest things in life happened to him. Mm. He dealt with a lot of the dark side from my dad. Mm. You know, in a way, at the time when I was a kid, I didn't see this shit. But mm-hmm. I got, me and my sister, in a way, got lucky because my dad walked. Mm. So we didn't have to put up with the shit that my brother put up with. But he was he was with him. Hands the down. Whole time. Yeah. You know, a different mom. Right. Same right. dad, different mom. Right. And, uh, yeah, bro, my brother suffered a lot. Still mm. up to this day, still is going through shit with my dad, you know? Wow. And, man, this kid, bro, I, I admire him, bro, you know? And, fuck, man, I wish I had him next to me, bro. I haven't seen him since he was three. That's wild. I, I stay in touch with him, you know? Yeah, thankfully with, like, you know, how you can, like, right. be in contact and, with people and these And let days. me tell you, dude, the day I see my little brother is going to be such a fucking emotional, beautiful day, bro. I bet. Uh, I, I, I can't wait till I see my little brother, man. It's crazy. Me and my little brother look alike. Dude. Every t- yeah, bro. Every time I see a picture of him, I'm like, fuck, we look like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, yeah, shout out to, <coughs> shout out to my brother, Jiu. Um, he's a beautiful person. Strong, strong fucking minded person. And very mature for his age, bro. Very mature for his age. I wish I was that mature when I was 18, bro. Hands down. He's just the typical South American boy that went through shit in life. And he handles it like a grown-ass man, bro. Yeah. Talk to to us, too, about it. Not not to, like, crazy change subjects no go ahead but like go go back to like what you know coming out of argentina like some of that stuff because we were we were talking about the culture of of street rap and how that influenced and and the things that you saw in argentina while you were growing up so so i want to give i want to give these people like a real perspective of the things that you were really going through rap because we're so you eddie you got to understand bro like we we are all so accustomed to what it is in southern california alone oh we live in a bubble bro straight up so that that's why i would like again yeah, like and immer- sometimes every, in that shit. even I get myself caught up in that bubble sometimes, and I have to fucking mm-hmm. slap myself in the face, be like, "Yo, psh, snap yeah. out of that, bro." Look, Remember where you came. Don't be from. acting like that, right. you know. Yeah, so with Argentina back in the days, um, rap wasn't popular out there mm-hmm. at all, at all. Reggaeton was barely born in those years in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. so it was barely making its way to South America. 
keep in mind, Puerto Rico's in the Caribbean, bro. Right. So it came all the way from up there down there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so as far as with hip-hop and rap, how that shit goes, the way I fell in love with rap, so first of all, my mom is a blues singer. So I grew up, I grew up on Aretha Franklin. I grew up on James Brown. <laughs> I I grew Some up real up, soul music, dude. I grew I grew up with black people music, bro. Yeah. Hands down. That's why, man. I fucking love black people, bro. Yeah, I'm I, with I, you. I love everybody. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, you know I fucking I'm the hate, same way. Man. I fucking hate racism, bro. Yeah, hate I'm the same it. way. Hate I don't see I don't see color, gender, nothing. Nah, bro. I don't care. I'm who the you type sleep of motherfucker that. You come twisted with some racist shit towards me, I'm quick to pop you in the mouth. <laughs> I don't I don't have no patience for it. You know, yeah. maybe that's not the right way to handle it, but sometimes an ass whooping to people like that, it changes their perspective, bro. Yeah. Cuz sometimes that's words That's one angle. Sometimes hey, angle bro, sometimes take. words are not I, enough. I ain't gonna knock it. it. It is an angle. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes words are not are not enough, bro. Sometimes you could tell a motherfucker not to be like that and so, maybe some grasp it. Sure. But great majority doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I, I have no patience for that shit, bro. Yeah. No patience at all, bro. But as far as like the rap music, like I said, it wasn't popular out there. Out there when I was a kid, the biggest genre of music in, in Argentina, there were two. Biggest one was rock, national rock from Argentina, and then cumbia. And what obviously, a cumbia, ch- 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 uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's very, very Latin, bro. It comes from Colombia. Lots of instrumental. Yeah, yeah, very movie, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Salsa, you know, like yes. suavemente. Yeah, yeah. That's all from Puerto Rico and shit, you mm-hmm. know? So um, so me, because I grew up on American music, I wasn't really into cumbia and things of that sort. I got into all that once I moved to the States because I started missing my culture in Argentina. <laughs> right. So, but as far as rock goes, I always loved uh, rock music from Argentina from the United States, from anywhere. As long as the band was fucking quality, I loved it. You know, yeah, I, yeah. like I said, I grew up on, um, as far as rock goes, Guns N' Roses, shit. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what type did you grow up on? Man, like, what, what? I dived in super hard into the uh, numb metal thing. Really? Yeah, like Linkin Park. Yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> People are going to think I'm a douchebag, but fucking Limp Biscuit is my <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> hey, awesome. <laughs> We, we we throw on Limp Biscuit. Oh, I fucking love Siri, Limp Biscuit. Siri knows about it. Funny. Man, Slipknot. Oh, shit. I know I'm forgetting. I mean, big cult, big culture changes, though, with oh, that. Or man. big cultural Corn. influence. Corn. My bad. Big, big, not change, but like cultural influence. Big time with those bands. Right. They big changed everything. Especially Linkin Park. Yes, big Lincoln time. Linkin Park marked a before and after. Because they tapped into rap as well. Right. Linkin Park marked a before and after yeah, in the music that's industry. Point. That's a good point. It was like... Great music. Linkin Park came out. All of a sudden, everybody and their mamas was rapping and rocking at the same time. Yeah. Even rappers. Lil Wayne, bro. Come on Ex- now. That's what I'm saying. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Lil Wayne. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy shit. Uh, but Everyone's yeah. Everyone's like, what is going on? Right. <laughs> so real. I was kind of like... As a kid, as far as music goes, and and the group of people like the kids that I will hang out with, keep in mind, keep keep this shit in mind. Mm. My mom busted her ass to send me to a private school that was expensive out there. And mm. keep in mind, she didn't have that type of money. Yeah. And the reason why she did that is because the public system out there is terrible, and it's not safe. You know. Yeah. And so she was like, you know, you're gonna go to a private middle school. 
and um and yeah because i want you to have a better education yeah but at the same time putting me in that private middle school i was the kid from the neighborhood from the from the hood you know Mm. and i was around a bunch of fucking uh spoiled little brats you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. and so i was always you were still from the same place where maybe some of the peers around you are like friends or people that you knew Right. Even from just passing. Right. We're not going to that school. So check this shit out. Most of my best friends are not from that school. Mm. I only have, and that's from that school, I only have one good friend that I still, I'm still in touch with him up to this day. His name is Juan Martin. Mm -hmm. And Juan Martin, um, his parents were very successful, but they really taught him and his brother how to be humble. You know, and that's, that's why a very important quality, man. And that's why I love him so much, yeah. and I respect him, because even though his parents were successful when we were kids and things of that sort, that kid, Juan Martin, is a fucking amazing human being. You know. Yeah. Uh, but going back to the music thing, I was kind of like the oddball in the group. Yeah. Everybody was listening to cumbia, salsa. Yeah. <laughs> Argentine rock, you know. Yeah, I was the motherfucker listening to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I was the motherfucker listening to Limp Biscuit, and then one day, that so funny, look, man. this is how I, f- I I found out about hip hop, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go to there's another friend of mine named Agustin. Okay. Uh, Tincho, that's his nickname, Tincho. <laughs> Austin with the look over. Yeah. So check this shit out, <laughs> Tincho. Tincho was just like Tincho. Juan Martin. Tincho was just like Juan Martin. He yeah. spent, his dad was a uh, architect, so oh, they were wow. very successful, you know? Yeah, yeah. But Tincho acted just like a kid in the hood, and mm. I love that about him. You know, he yeah. he Didn't just kept it real. It. Even as a kid, bro, like I'm talking about kids in South America are different than kids from North America, bro. Like they right? grow up a lot quicker, you know? Mm, interesting. And so. Why you, I'm curious. What, why, why do you think that? Because you've seen both sides. Latin like, America is a different animal, man. You see reality, bro. You walk out on the street and shit can happen to you, you know? Run us I got, I got, ru- I got robbed these- at gunpoint when I was eight. Paint these people a picture, bro. I got you. robbed at gunpoint when I was eight. They took my bicycle, bro, with my friend Christian. On the way home from school or what? No, bro. Me and him had this little thing. So me and him met because we, we had the same skateboards. And my grandma... <laughs> Used to go outside of the of, the, of my house, and uh-huh. he lived in this tall ass building in front of my house. Okay. And his his grandma would take him outside. Her, sorry, his tia Lola and his grandma would take him outside to ride the skateboard around the block. Yeah. So my grandma would do the same thing with me. And one time I saw him across the street. <laughs> my little ass lift up my skateboard. I'm like, hey, bro, we got the same skateboard. We became <laughs> best. That's my best friend, bro. Oh, that's so that's cool, bro. that's my brother, bro. That's dope. I, I love Christian. If I ever make it in this music, not even, not even if, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I make it's, it with this music shit, with Christian and his whole family is taken care of, bro. They're not going to fucking suffer economical situations ever again, bro. That's awesome. Ever, you know? And so uh, with him, we have this little thing that after school, he went to a different school. He okay. went to the public school. You Got get you. me? Yeah. So the one you would have like went to. The one that I would have went to if yeah, my mom yeah, wouldn't yeah. have sent me to that school, right? Yeah. It was like three blocks away from our house, and yeah, that that would have been the one. Got you. And so, um, me and him became super close, and we had this thing that after school we used to, man, we were like, 
Smith and Wesson, bro, like together <laughs> all the time, you know? And so we have this thing where we used to take our bikes and go to the park a few blocks away. Okay. Keep in mind, this is how different. My mom, our parents wouldn't go with us. Like, you know, you as a kid, we would take the buses alone and things mm -hmm. like that, you know? But you got a little bit older. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was m probably around eight years old. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shit, shit that's unheard of over here, right? Her, shit yeah, that no you used way. to, shit, my shit, phone's shit, getting shit, blown up. Hey, bro, shit that, shit that you used to hear that will happen here back in the fifties. You, you feel for me? For real, for real. Like yeah. our, our parents no, grew up right, like bro. that. They were fucking ten years old walking alone to school. Literally, you know, no cell phone, no nothing. Doubt, no doubt that they're gonna be home at night. Right? They just the knew sun, how to yeah. defend themselves, and that was that. Their parents yeah. would trust you. And so and people we, weren't sickos and weirdos like they are. No, today they were not. I mean, look, they're still out. They were. Still I'm out sure there. that there was a lot of that. Sure. The, the thing is, is that now with technology, we get to see it a lot more. So I'm sure that there was just the same amount of bullshit, but it wasn't projected as much because we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have Instagram, we didn't have none of these things where you hear about all these fucked up things it's around here. the world i i agree with you the other pieces and and we won't go too far into this but like there's there's too much access so, to children as well so because perfect example of this man all the fucking crazy ass serial killers were from back in the days right <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like motherfuckers i will kill kids and shit yeah you know yeah so you know, shit was still happening. You know, I I I I'm I, I'm I 100 percent believe that yeah. there was a lot of shit happening. You know, we just didn't know about it like as much as we knew know about it now. Yeah, you're right. So y'all y'all are eight years old. Eight years old. Bikes to the park. Going to the park to ride our bikes around the park and play soccer. Yeah. And keep in mind, I, I'm tall as fuck. I'm six four. As a kid, I was tall as fuck. So I didn't have a little kid's bike. Yeah. M four is big body, big boy. Yeah, big just boy like for we all sure. Out here, man. And you know, I had a bigger they bike that my me, that my grandma had bought me. <laughs> my my grandma gifted me with this dope ass mountain bike okay. for Christmas. Huh? Was it a mongoose? I don't know. I don't even remember the brand, bro. <laughs> but it was a mountain bike. It was, was purple. It, it, it was purple, bro. <laughs> it was purple. Was it? Yeah. And so I, me and him went to the park to do our typical shit, and we were getting ready to go. We start cycling, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, this grown ass man comes from behind my back. Throws me from the fucking bike, puts a gun in my head, and tells me in, in Spanish, he Whoa. tells me, hey, motherfucker, give me your bike or I'll shoot you in the fucking head. Wow. And I had a fucking 45 in my temple, bro, at eight years old. Wow. Cristian was next to me, and he was just looking like, in oh, shock. shit. Yeah. I was eight. He was six and a half. Wow. He's a little bit younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was like, oh, shit. You know, what the fuck? And obviously, as a little kid, I just got scared as fuck. I started crying, yeah. gave him the bike, and Christian. What would you do? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like what? What? what you know what I mean? I mean, if that That's was me, that was reaction. me. Now I'll break your fucking arm and I'll fuck you up. <laughs> you know? But I was a well, kid. Well, not at eight years old. You know right. What I'm saying? Eight That's years a old. Whole you're innocent. Story. You're full of innocence. That's right. That's right. And so, um, yeah, dude, crazy, this dude did bro. that, and then we ended up going back to my house. Christian took me. I, I sat on the fucking handle. And Christian took me to my house. <laughs> this is a funny ass picture. That's that straight GTA. Yeah, bro. Eight years old. This yeah, fucking little, San Andreas literals. shit, bro. <laughs> but let me tell you that something. Shit crazy. Let me bro. tell you something. This is funny ass picture. Right now that I think about it, I just imagined this shit in my head. Picture me and him and the bike. The bike is small. He's smaller than me, pushing my heavy ass too. <laughs> and I'm there on the fucking handles crying. <laughs> 
oh, they took my bike. They put a gun in my head. Oh, you know? Right now, I'm laughing about it, but I was scared as fuck that day. Dude, was he too, was too. He was traumatized. He was crying bro. too, bro. We were like, what the fuck? And so we I'll went, tell you right now, a lot of people that Austin and I grew around ain't never seen anything like that ever. Yeah. Even come close to it. Latin America. Most people that are listening to this right now, they, they because they're so far out of tune from ever right. being around that, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't, you know what? They can't even wrap their head around it. Latin America is a different animal, and let me put a pause on that. If if Latin America is a fucking beast, could you imagine what it's like in the Middle East or Africa? Like, you think that I'm... There's no regulation. No, you think that Latinos are, 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 are gone through some shit or are wild? Bro, the people in the Middle East are war, kids dying, exploding and shit. No, it's crazy. Bro. I mean, people literally, yeah, 100%. There's, there is some um, evil. Let's just put it at that. Like, sh- actual, actual evil. Right. Human, like. Greed. Greed. It's all about power. the dollar, bro. Literally. It's crazy. Money bro. is evil, bro. It can become evil. It can be. It could be a good thing and a horrible thing. Yeah. Because if you, like, for example, shout out to Akon, bro. Akon yeah, you were is talking a, about this. Akon is a perfect example of when money falls in the right hands. Mm-hmm. He's building up city in Africa. He's, he's provided electricity for I don't I'm know really how, many, back. how many countries in, Af- in Africa. You know? He's I appreciate put, you bringing that perspective in there. Because it is, it, is, it is massive. When he's you put can billions use of dollars in Africa because he sees what his people go through, mm, you know? That's real. That's some shit I dream of doing, you that's know? That's real, bro. But at the same time, when you when you do things like that, you put yourself at risk. You do because people all see that as well. Well, the the evil people that's, see that shit. That's what exactly And then they want to take you out. You know, that's the reality. That's the fucking reality. That or they so, just want to take your money, and if it, it and if it includes, I was going to tell out, you when you if you ever get to that level, I'm sure you have to deal with them, and if you want to stay alive, you also have to cut some bread to them, bro. Yeah, because they they don't like the shit. They don't like that shit. They don't like everybody to be equal. It's that. Uh, it's that. Uh, your securities as much as bro, FBA, the, FBI status. I mean, that's that's how I, it is. I'll, I'm gonna put it Think this way. Think about it, bro. Most of these people that have money, they're a security. Bro, this there's, is there's legitimate security in their yeah, life. Yeah, this is their, my their homes are compounds. Yep, this is my 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 perspective on full operation on e- economy and 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 governments and things of that sort. Spit it, yeah. It's like a pyramid scheme, bro. In what way? You got the most powerful country on top mm. that calls out all the shots. They put their people in other countries, mm. so then. On the bottom of those of that powerful country, which we all know who it is, yeah. I'm not gonna say it. You got the second most powerful countries, which will be in Europe. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Latin American countries. Then you got the Middle East and Africa. You know, boom, 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 boom. It all comes down to that. Yeah. You know, and yeah, man, uh, there's a lot of abuse, bro. And there's a reason why the top countries on top because they're fucking bullies, bro. And it's not the people. Yeah. Let me clarify that. It's not the people of that country. Right. It's the crooked fucks that it's are the running leaders. it. It's the leaders. Right. I'm throwing air quotes up right now. Right. The leaders. Right. Which you know is what? an absolute broken 
it is absolutely broken in a dying breed, yes, which is sir. the reason why we have this podcast yes, sir. for the people that were designed to yes, lead sir. in a certain way because it is a dying breed. Yes, sir. And, and the breed that is like what you're explaining right now, that breed of human beings, there has to there has to be an end at some point. And right now with our age, where we're at, yes, it is so deep. Look, bro, it is so deeply embedded that we may not in our lifetime even Babylon fail, bro. Let me just Babylon. Oh, Babylon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Babylon fell. What the fuck you think is gonna happen, bro? Yeah. It's probably gonna happen within our lifetime or our kids' lifetime. It's gotta be. We have to fucking get them ready. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, it's, it's gonna get wild, bro. It's, it's already. That's, that's getting, why I talk about it's people already, working on your It's already man. happening, bro. Oh, we're, it's already we're changing. It. We're living it. Yeah. This is the beginning. This is my. This is my true stance on what's happening right now. Over the last two years, we saw something. With COVID. That, oh my that, god. That, that happened with humanity. That, that shit reset the whole world, bro. It is the be. This is the beginning, the beginning of that of new, a game plan. Yeah. Just like there is a game plan for a football team yeah. to for them to get to the Super Bowl and win a Super yep. Bowl. It's the same way. It's a, it, anything that you look at with you, people aren't just loosey goosey. They're with setting this it stuff, up man. so There's it can be str- one strategy. leader, that's one right. leader across the whole globe. That's right. Hands down, that, that's what they're doing. COVID was created to reset the economy, reset the things on all over the world, bro. It's a bro. test. It's, it's a test it's, of it humanity. Is. And I, look, who is going to abide by the things that we're going to say that they're going to do? And you know what happened? Most people did. Yep. And look, bro. Unfortunately, I'm, COVID is real. Not me. That, that virus is real, but that shit was yeah. created in a lab, bro. Yep. Put it that way. Think it's about facts. it that way. It was created in a fucking lab. Think it, about that right now. New New York. New York. This is new. You, I don't know if you heard about this, but they're they're basically they're th- any worker, any worker that lost their job because they did not take the injection. We're gonna use it as that, so so this doesn't t- get taken off because they're very granular with this thing. Yeah. If you took it and you lost your job, they are now back paying you from the day that you lost your job indefinitely. They have to reinstate your employment and back pay you from the day that it happened. Wow. It is a massive win, but you know what needs to happen is this needs to continue, right? right? This doesn't need to just be for New York. These go across our entire country. Anybody that was impacted. Especially here in California. It's just That's so expensive right. out here. And it's crazy how it started on one edge of the the country, right? Not this side, not west side. I'll, for some reason, or for a reason, not some reason, there's a lot of power over here. Oh, bro. A lot of, you know, but at the end of the day... My theory, like I said, this is the beginning of of a new of a new world, era, a new a world new, order, a new world, a new world. We'll see. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, y'all. Me neither. Me but, neither. But at but the end of the day, I'm very aware because I grew up in a country that's crooked as fuck. That's right. So I don't. I, I see things and I don't trust it. You know, I'm just aware of things. You know. Yeah. And, and again, we're not. Hey, like I told you before, like we hopped on here. Like I am, I'm not a guru. I'm not here to tell you to give you a path or direction. I'm here to give you perspective. Let me tell you what you don't have to believe anything that comes out let, of this. Let, let me give you the most powerful tool in this world, aside from music, in my opinion, that we all need to embrace and learn it. Love. Mm. Man, Speaking we need bro. to put our fucking differences to the side. That's right. Color, religion, whatever the fuck. Economical yeah. status. All of it. To Love the side, man. will fix everything if everybody could be a little bit more kind and loving to each other yeah bro there'll be less suffering bro i agree it's not suffering is never gonna go away no 
sadly it's is natural. part. Sadly, is part it's of natural. life. It's it part is. of life. It is. But it, it must be. It must. It has it to. Must. Because otherwise, we don't grow. That's right. You know. Without it, we do not. Exactly. So, love, man. Uh, you you gotta love everybody. You gotta love everybody. You gotta, Meaningful. Yeah. Meaningful love, not just not. You know, yeah. Not no surface level. It comes love. down to the simplest thing as like, you see a fucking. Like me, I'm a tow truck driver right now, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't slang drugs. I don't do none of that. I work a nine to five, and I'm trying to make this music shit happen, bro. Yeah. And with tow trucking, you help people. And, man, there's been times that I've seen people pulled on the side of the road with a blown tire, and I have an impact gun in the back of my car. Mm -hmm. I'll pull over. I'll change their tire. No fee. That's Here, cool. get the fuck out of here. It's dangerous. Yeah. I love you. Bye. Mm -hmm. You know? Pushing humanity that's forward. That's love man. right there, bro. That's love for humanity. Know, it is, bro. And that's going to come back to you. It I don't will. do it because I, I know, to... I know it. I know it. I know you don't do it because of that. I do. But that's, that's because you're a special individual. It's, my, that's your, your, it's your part of my individual. nature, man. It is. It's part of my nature. But I'm telling you, it will come back to you. And those the people, and I say I say this, Eddie, not, not for you, but I say this for the people that do not act in that way. They don't approach life in that way of, hey... I'm going to give without receiving. Right. I think now in the society more than ever, bro, more than ever, what I see is people are demanding that they receive something, whether it's love, whether it's a relationship, whether it's money, whether it's a promotion, it don't matter. People are demanding that things happen without their efforts putting forth right. or without the approach of, hey, I'm just going to do this because I know it's right. Hey. Intuitionally. Into in my intuition, and we all get wrapped up in that too, man. Of course, everybody. Of course, everybody, especially on an economical side. You That's know, right. you're they're thinking for yourself. That's right, and and it's it comes down to again what we were talking about before: your individual actions from the time that you wake up, you commit to yourself, you promise to yourself, and you fulfill that promise to say, "I'm going to go right. through this day." And and again, this isn't like. Some foo-foo fantasy thing. Right. You daily, you have to be conscious about these things. You have to be aware of them, and you have to put effort towards it. Right. You can't, you can't just sit there and, again, think that just thinking about it is going to allow those things to happen. Right. When the opportunities arise, something happens in your Every single day, something is going to happen, especially if you are doing or putting meaningful effort or actions There's into your life. There's always a battle every day. Something will come up into it. Mm -hmm. You either have the option to face it and try to transform it positively, or you take it yep. and, and you feel like a victim. And look, I want to say something, especially for up-and-coming artists, Do underground it. artists. Do it. It can get very confusing for us because, obviously, mm -hmm. especially economically, being economically well is very important. Yeah. Very. You know? Anywhere in the it world. It gives you a lot of freedom. That's, that's right. what money that's how money should be used, is for freedom. Right. And for the right freedom. I'm not talking about, oh, you got money now you can go and do all kinds of negative shit. Right. No. Yeah. But for an artist it gets confusing because we get wrapped up into this thing like fuck. Like me personally, I'm gonna speak for myself. Sure. I fucking hate a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Fucking hate it with a passion. I don't see myself being a truck driver for the rest of my life. I yeah. see myself in a fucking studio. Having you know? freedom to do what you right. love. And so right now, myself, right now, at this moment, in my mind, in my life, I'm going through this confusing uh, stage of 
what road should I take? Should I go full-blown, boom, yeah. focus on music, fuck the nine to five, or focus on the nine to five and get my money right, which right now is what I got to do yeah, to man. have my family right, That's right, you know? So it's it becomes difficult to balance your nine to five life to your music life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because right now music, it doesn't pay. Yeah. When you're an underground artist, you're never going to get paid, bro. That's like right. it, it's, it's, it, you're it going to, it does not, you're going to waste way. more money than what you get. That's right. You know, it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. And for most avenues, I'll be honest. And I know you're speaking, and, I know you're speaking for yourself. Yeah. But yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Is, this is, this topic here, Eddie, is probably a coverage of probably 70 to 80% of Americans. I say 90. You think so? Even oh, higher? I probably, dude. yeah, you're probably right. Nine. I don't know what the actual statistic is, but legit, Bro, it's high. Especially in the in the rap game. Why do you think? Why do you think? A lot of rappers come from drug dealing backgrounds, bro. Because that's quick money. Quick money and big money. Yeah. And it's a big ass risk because you can lose your life that's or end right. up in behind a cell, bro. That's right. You can lose it all. So. When you go that route, you're risking it. And when you go to the nine to five route, you're risking not accomplishing your fucking dream. That's right. And that's that it goes back to the Mic same drop. thing that we're talking a hundred percent. But it <laughs> but it goes back into what this we look at our society. We were talking about this on the last podcast. I know you listened to it yeah. with Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come into the to the societal architecture that has been placed in front of us. We have zero control There's over that. There's a system. There is. But what can we do? Again, this is why OCVO is what we do here. To is break to give away from that system. What can you do to break away from that? The same things that you're dealing with today is this, the, right. the same thing I think about every single day. How can I place my... I, only thing I can have control over is me. Especially us young motherfuckers, That's bro. That's right. Young motherfuckers. We, are, we have the opportunity right now to place You're 26, right? Yeah. I'm 28. Yeah. We're about the same, yeah. you know? And... And you're an artist. I'm an mm -hmm. artist. You came from a... Your dad is a great musician, bro. He is, yeah. And you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, man. thousand percent. Like, I, I've seen... He it. had to choose. Right. My mom, too. My yes, mom exactly. My mom could have blown up when she was 20, but she had thing. my brother, and she decided to go That's be exactly a mom. exactly what my dad did, bro. It's the same deal. My mom could have been a multimillionaire, bro. My That's mom right. has so much talent, bro. It's she crazy. Is. She is. Everything musical that I have, I learned it from her. Yeah. Same Hands thing with down. my pops. Hands down, bro. Yeah. And um, so, you know, and I've seen, you know, it gets me emotional because I've seen my mom totally just, not totally, but not fully commit to her dream because she had to do what she had to do to get me and my brother by. That's right. You know, so she sacrificed her, her dream, her goal, mm -hmm. you know, for us. Yeah. So... The reason why this music shit is so meaningful for me is because I want to accomplish what my mom did it. Mm. And I want to give her that lifestyle that she was looking for Yeah. when she was young. Yeah. Maybe she won't be able to like become a famous artist now because of her age. Who knows? Sure. You know? sure. But I want to give her that lifestyle. Like, hey, ma, we're living off of this music shit, ma. Mm -hmm. That's it. No more worries. Yeah. You know, you oh, you want to travel out here? Go, ma. You know, same with my lady. Same with my kids. And I think know? right now, bro, like on this topic, right, of like, and especially in this world, right, where we have access to see that other people have done it. And we're seeing I, it at a volume that is much higher than any other human species I've ever seen. 
what I look at it as, most people can look at it like, oh, man, like they doing what we're, what I want to do or they're doing exactly what I want to be doing right now. My flip side to this is how. Right. Can, how was it done? Can I say something about that? And some, can you? Can I? I'd love I'd for you to. For sure. <laughs> um, You're free to, brother. As an as a young person, not even an artist, a young individual, mm-hmm. young sometimes Eddie. it's like what you said. We focus on like, damn, look at this motherfucker. He's doing everything that I want to do. How right. the fuck is he doing it? Right. And you start, not it's not jealousy, but you start, like you kind of get mad at yourself. yourself. You're like, man, what the fuck am I doing that? The negative is, self-talk. It's fucking things up. Yeah. And right now that it is amplified because of social media Mm -hmm. let me tell you something man 90 percent of the people what they post about and things like that is all fake thank you it's all fake bro that's exactly what i was gonna say bro the chains the money the cars Mm -hmm. the lifestyle that they have 90 percent of these motherfuckers ain't living like that bro they just put it out there as a front and people eat it up that's right that's why you don't ever see me fucking posting jewelry. The materialistic shit. Nah, bro. Yeah. Dog, <laughs> I'm an up-and-coming artist. I cannot <laughs> afford a fucking $100,000 chain. Yeah, You bro. get what I'm saying? A thousand percent, bro. But also, it's important to manifest what you, wanna, what you want in life. It is very life. important. So, for example, as far like jewelry, for example. Yeah. When I see an up-and-coming rapper... And you know how, like, nowadays, motherfuckers go on social media and they fucking clown on people for waking, well, for wearing uh, fake jewelry, fake watches, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Let me say something. Bro, let a motherfucker be. Go ahead. Because that's a, that's a way to manifest what they want in, in, in the future, you know? Yeah. And fuck the materialistic side. They want to be successful. That's the mindset behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's their angle. That's their angle, right? On what they want for them individually. Right. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Because especially for rappers, for 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 people that are in hip hop, yeah, chains and things like that. They're like trophies, bro. Right. They're accomplishments. Status. It's status. It's like going to the World Cup and winning the World Cup. You get the big old gold fucking trophy, right? Mm-hmm. That's a trophy for rappers. Their chain. Right. Their brand. Boom. Right here, big ass fucking necklace. If not right? multiple. Right. No, I know. So, I know exactly what you mean. So, if you got a a young kid that's trying to be a rapper and he's he's wearing he's wearing fake jewelry, man, I got two fake chains right now, bro. I ain't ashamed to say it, to say yeah. it. One day I'll have the real thing, you know. And I I believe so. That to what you're talking about right now, to give it another angle as well, again perspective for people, it's the same thing about how you are maneuvering through life. Uh, Do you want to maneuver the way that you are today to be the same way that you are today? No. And like I said earlier in this podcast, I'm a future forward thinker. When I think about who I want to be at a certain time, I have understood that if God wanted to put me at a certain status and level from an economic standpoint, a status standpoint, I'd be there today. Right. So if that's not the case, then I have to think about, okay, what actually matters to me? To me... I want to be the, you know, I, it's so cliche, but I want to be the best version of myself. So what does that mean? That means I want to be someone who is transforming people's lives by the actions, things that I'm saying and actually living by. You use your success to change people's life. That's right. And, and as I look myself future forward, how can I act today? How can I control to today there. to be that man that to I want to be? There. 
economically right. how can i be conscious economically about, spiritually mentally right. everything how can i economically be conscious about my finances right. today what things am i doing today to actually get me there rather than me just thinking about it right or faking talking it. about that i'm stuck in that thinking about it thing right now well, Actually, yeah. i'm man enough to admit it i'm stuck in that thinking about yeah i'm stuck thinking about what the fuck can i do and I know one Most day. Most of us are. I am just chipping at it. At one, it one day is going to go away. I know that. Yeah. Because it's in my mind and I want to change that, you know? And, uh, but yeah, like I said. And that, and that, to, to what you're saying, a lot of people can relate to that. Right. And it, to me, again, like I am, I, dude, I am working on this minute by minute. Right. The people that are with me, my girlfriend, my family members, everyone that is around me, like more than just, like our interactions today or like even with Austin and some of the boys who only get to see me at certain glimpses when I am away or am I by myself or I'm around my family, my son, I am in your mind. actively in my mind. Yes, but I am actively I am acting on those things. I am having the uncomfortable conversations. You finally broke through the I thinking broke through stage. It. I broke through you the. You broke through. I you broke found through your it. thing, and you're like, All I right, did. This is it. And I am acting on it today. Right. And it is a profound way to live this life. And you know what the 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 best part about this? Yeah. I am closer to God because of it. Right. First and foremost. Yep. And I'm closer to who I am supposed to be. I am right. hearing my. God is within voice. yourself, bro. It is. All of us. God is within ourselves. It's inside of us. Yeah, it just depends on how much you want to open up that access. Right. He's it's already your third he's talking eye, bro. to you. That's your third eye. He's talking to you. It's your third eye. He's bro. talking to you. He's praying for you. the conversations in heaven are happening for you That's right why now. When I go on on Instagram and I see, you know, these stupid motherfuckers going around with their iPhones and their diamond checkers on, on fake jewelry and they put yeah. people down and then these videos get millions and millions of views. You know, yeah. you know how people gobble it up. You know how you fucking up another person's confidence because of that? That's not cool, bro. You're a fucking piece of shit for like, that. Who cares? If someone ever comes up to me like that, I said it in this podcast. I got fake chains right now. Yeah. I can give a fuck about what you think, bro. Guess what? And that's this, a profound this mindset. Mo- this motherfucker, this thing right here makes me feel good. I like it. And one day I'll get to that level. And that's a profound mindset. You so, got to understand because most people in this life, it does not it does not matter, Eddie, how old they are or how young they are. Right. Most people focus too much on what other people think about them, about what they wear, about what they're doing in their life. Yeah. Without without what actually matters, which is you need to do the inner work. Right. Whenever you see me hashtag, this is for people that are listening and to you, Eddie. If you ever see me hashtag, we do the work. This is either. That's what thing, it means. This is that is exactly what it means. Yeah. It is the tangible things that you have control over today mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you can do. Manifesting. That's right. Manifesting. Manifesting yet action. Eddie. Yep. There is manifesting and there is action. Yep. We all we don't always know what the action should be or that, what the direction. That should is be. a huge reason of my rebranding. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Manifesting. Well, speak about that too. Well, I cut ties with uh, so to give some people some background, just only from my perspective. When I when I met Eddie, he was M4. That yeah. was his artist name. Yep. And that comes still from, is. I don't care is. if people call me M4. <laughs> you you all yeah. Because you know what, M4 stands for Edelmiro Molinari the Fourth. That's my name, That's bro. That's your name. So if you come up to me and call me, hey, what's up, M? I'm a, I mean, you're, you're, I'm not gonna correct your you. name in my phone is gonna stay M4. Right. I'm, I'm not gonna go ahead and correct him. 
to, and, and tell you, hey, call me Tino. I'm not in four no more. No, I am in four. I was in four. That was a stage in my artist life. Right. And it's going to stay with me. Yeah. And it's my name, M4, E-M, and the number four. Mm-hmm. The E is silent, M4. Yeah. Molinari yeah. the fourth. Yeah. You know? And go, in, and go into it. Like, what? Because I want to know, like, you the know, reason brother why, to brother, like, I, I want to know what the why was behind that. The why behind that is to. because I wanted to fucking break the cycle of my name, bro. Mm. I'm the fourth, bro. My my dad is the third. My grandpa's the fucking second. My great grandpa's the first one. And guess what? All of them, you know, I really hope that the day... I want my dad, the day my dad my dad dies, I want him to go in peace, bro. Mm. I got no hate towards that man, bro. Yeah. You know? And I really hope that he realizes his mistakes and he is able to go peacefully, bro. Yeah. Hands down. And the reason why I picked M4 is because I want to be the before and after, bro. Mm. Like... I'm the fourth. I'm the one that broke the fucking cycle of the fucked up dads, mm. the fucked up choices, the the fucked up husband. Yeah, the generational curses. If right, you say. right. You know, there's a crazy ass That's story time, that my buddy. mom told me about my dad. When my grandpa died, mm. and this is how my dad didn't break the cycle. My grandpa said, man, I wish he would have been alive for another hour so I can beat his fucking ass. You don't break the cycle by thinking like that. And sadly, my dad's emotions were so heavy and negative that yeah. took over him, bro. He was captivated. And I him. forgive him. I hope that if this ever goes viral and he 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 listens to this because yeah. he, speaks, he, he speaks fluent English. Okay. I hope that he listens to this. And mm-hmm. dad, I love you and I forgive you. It's powerful, bro. I love you and I forgive you. And the reason, you know, why I wanted my child to be the fifth is because I want me, I want my child and I to be the difference. I want my boy to grow up and be a better father than me. That's right. A better husband, a better provider. Raise the standard. Fuck yeah, bro. I want that shit to go down the line, bro. No doubt. Go down. I want... Man, I want my kid to be proud of our name. Yeah. You know? I feel that. The only reason time, why man. I'm proud of my name is because I am I'm willing to make that fucking change. But it's what you are doing daily. Bro. Man, if you were if you asked me if I was proud of my name a few years back, I would have told you fuck no. It's a different story. I would have told you, hell no, I'm not I'm never gonna name my fucking kid that. Mm. But it's powerful, as I buddy. as I grew and I gained wisdom, I realized that all right, I'm going to be the one that's going to change shit. Therefore, I would love for my first son to be named after me. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah, you specifically. Me. Yeah. Not my dad, not my grandpa, not my great-grandpa. Me. Yeah. Because I want him to look at me and be like, fuck, yeah, my dad is the shit. Yeah, brother. And that, again, like what we've been talking about. The things that we can control is what we do daily. Right. And it's it's exactly what you even started off this podcast with, talking about what you are doing consciously is chipping away at those demons, chipping away oh, yeah. at the things that take us away from 
the, bro, that you talk about like what you're manifesting, that is it. That is you raising the standard of everything that you've ever known about you and your family and the generations before you. It is raising the standard to a place that it is. it will transform anything past you. Let me tell you something. Being the... The the curse breaker yeah. is the hardest fucking job. You're damn right. In the motherfucking universe, bro. It is not easy. Speaking. It's so It's conflicting, no? Full of emotions, conflicting, confusing. You you don't understand. Bro. And I feel like it's and, crazy. and tell me this and I could be wrong, but I mean no, not that easier, you don't understand. I'm sure you go, do because you're a very wise dude, bro. But it's easier to go the other way, no? Oh, hands down. And I could easily why. be and a fucking why. dick. And that's why. I could easily be just like my for those, fucking... For those that are listening that may not resonate or, or be relevant, that what? Is, or that is Let why. Let me tell you something. Because it is much easier to go the other route. Why do you think I don't I don't do drugs? Yeah. I don't I don't drink like that. I yeah. don't. Yeah. Because... You know. Because you know if you did... I'll become like that. You will be, it's autom- It's a slippery slope. Right. Look, it is man, a I'll tell you slope. something, and this is very personal, and I don't mean no disrespect, but my dad was an alcoholic. He also did drugs, you know? And my mom, when we went through our shit in Argentina, she became an alcoholic. So mm. witnessing the person that I, that, I, that I, one of the people that I love the most in this, right. in this life yeah. go through that, hit a switch in my head saying, I don't want to I don't want to fall into that cuz yeah, in a way what what it tells me is that addiction runs in my in my DNA. Bro, it's such good self-awareness, Eddie. Dude, Do you know how many people, you know how many people, man, how many generations have been convoluted because of not just simply as simple like as simple as the concept it, right. it could be, right? simply making the conscious decision that I'm going to go the other direction. Right. And it's so hard, bro. And let me tell you something. I'm not I'm not here trying to be a hypocrite. I drink here and there, but I do it yeah, on positive no, occasions. See, and that's a difference though. That's a difference. And my and I I have to I want to shout out my father as well. Second generation off the island of Samoa came from an abusive household, a drug-filled household. You name it. He was the one that broke away from it. Your dad is he's such the a oldest fucking brother. sweet dude, bro. He's an amazing individual. I, every time I see your dad, I get happy, bro. Every time I see your I, pops I'm in the, the concerts way. and shit, I get happy. I, I, I call him Pops, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he is Pops. Man. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Pops? Hey, what up, man? When you really get into conversations with this man, and you, because and, he doesn't like to share it all because it's traumatic to him. It really is. You know, I'm not to put, not to put you on blast, Dad, but like straight up, like I the conversations that we have. Shout not, out to him for having a strong soul. And that's exactly right. And you know what he did is he understood. I never, never, ever, 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 and he knew he was going to be a family man. Yeah. I never want my children or anyone past me to ever experience what I experienced as a child and right. growing up. Right. Because what it did from him making that conscious decision set up me. And this will set up me for the generation after because I, not alone just what he did, but I'm using that as a lever to say, well, I don't ever want to go back there. And that is a possibility and, at the And end let's of the put day. this out there too. When you're the person that's taking the other direction, you want to pass him a beer? 
But when you're a person that uh, that's uh, what's it called uh, breaking that generational curse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You will make mistakes, bro. Maybe like three has weeks to, three to. weeks ago, I fucking drank because I was stressed out, and then the next day I woke up and I felt fucking guilty about it, mm. and I was like, "All right, no, 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 dude, you're not going that way." Yeah, you know, you can't I felt tap into the I felt fucking self-talk. super guilty about it. Yeah. Super guilty about it. And don't get me wrong, I didn't get dr- sloppy drunk or anything like that. Sure, I just had two two drinks to kind of mellow out. Sure, but I still felt guilty because that is opening a door to addiction, bro. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not. Yeah, you know. And so you know. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's it's but tough. It, but yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like I'm willing to put the hard work that's and right. put my soul into it. That's the work, brother. So my kids, my lady, everybody else, like you said, after me, your kids' kids and your kids' kids, so kids, they don't make bro. those mistakes, that's bro. Exactly right. It and starts with me. I'm willing to suffer throughout my whole life, bro, until I die, so they can go ahead and learn. That's right, bro. And pick up from those positive things and they can be better human beings that That's I right. ever will be. They're going to make better decisions. They're going to be yeah. more conscious about more successful. Things. That's right. Happier. That's right. And they're going to exactly, bro. And and, and, and this, you know what? This Talking is what about some this. of the greatest, some of the great, when you look at the greats, bro, yeah, that's are what they, they per, are they perfect at it? No, no. but it, it is the conscious effort day in and day out. They're it, relentless the, about the, it. That's right. There is resiliency through it, regardless of how they feel. This is the most important thing that I think a lot of people don't understand, Eddie, is that these things that we're talking about, the conscious efforts, the actions, the thoughts, the things that we are doing daily, what it comes down to for us to do it successfully is the fact that we need to do it when we don't feel like we like we don't feel like doing it. I want to give when we are in the darkest state of who we are as a human being is the time that we flip it on its it. head and we say, "No, I'm going the other direction." Right. You know what that does? Is it changes the everything. It switches your the whole me- universe. It switches the momentum back onto the side of where your life should right. be going. In the moments that you don't do it is when it creates a slippery slope and it is more difficult for you to get out of that slippery slope right. and get back on track. I so wanna, you have to be consistent with it. Every single opportunity that comes into your life, you actively flip it on its head right. and drive the other way. I want to give a huge, huge shout out to my wife. I love her. She is a, 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 she's a generational curse breaker herself. Yeah. I'm not going to put her business out there. I know. And I look up to her so much, bro. Yeah. So much because this, this beautiful human being has gone through so much. Yeah. You know? And I look at her. And I'm like, wow, bro, you're so amazing. You know, we may have our ups and downs, but oh, my God. Don't we all? I fucking love her. (laughs) She is a a beast, bro. She's strong. Yeah. A beast in a good way. Well, yeah, she's she's strong being with your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Hands down. You got to put up with my shit, man. But, dude, she is a boss, bro. Hands down. 
I love her for that. Like yeah. she, I don't think she knows this, but I look up to her so much, bro. Like I learned so much from her, bro. It's it awesome. is, it is crazy, and um, it's crazy beautiful. It's what I like to say. Yeah, yeah, it is, bro. And uh, you know, um, shit, going back to uh, manifesting the things for everybody out there trying to do something with their life, whether it's music or whatever, manifest that shit. Make yourself feel good, man. Write it if down. You have whatever to, way, whatever avenue you got to If you want to be a rapper and that's what, or a musician, go for it, bro. If Just don't wanna, fall yeah. in the dark paths of that because there's yeah. a lot of dark shit in the music industry. Yeah. Drugs, addiction. The sex. The, all, all, everything. All that stuff. Everything. Just don't fall for that shit. Yeah. You know, sell your image, but don't let that, yeah. don't let, don't let your brand consume you. Yeah, and what I like to influence people on this too is just find your authentic voice, find your authentic self. And right. it's, I, I believe that that is one of the most difficult journeys. It is. It is something that I've been on for a very long time now. Yeah. I'm talking ten plus years. This now. conversation is so dope, bro. Like it is. This is powerful stuff. This is what this is all about, Eddie. Yep. This, this, this is, is so what dope. It's about. I I want I want people to understand that once once they can get in tune with their authentic self, their authentic being, what they were purpose and designed to be on this earth, they will start living in peace. Right. They will start living in fulfillment. Mm-hmm. You won't live in complacency, but you will live in fulfillment. Fulfillment. The challenges and adversities that come to your life, you will no longer feel like you are a victim to the things that are happening Oh, to that's you. such a big thing to it talk is, about. It is more about it's so how easy you to take feel that. like a victim, dude, that's and right. put yourself in that position. That's right. I've done it. Me too. I still do it sometimes. That's right. You know, that's right. and it's the conscious as it's like I'm saying, as soon as it enters your universe, flip it on its freaking head. Take it exactly at face value. Flip it. Bro, I'm talking about the dude that pulls in front of you in traffic. Right. It's the simp. I'm I'm, I'm not talking about the big catastrophes that happened to your life. That is a piece of it. Nah, bro. I'm talking about you dropping your water bottle on the ground and saying, oh, well, where it fucking goes. Or, or you, like, your computer shutting down. Look at it this way. Be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to pick this bottle up. I'm gonna go get some new water. That's it. That's it. It's the it, but but the thing is is if you go the other route, if you put you yourself down and you and you're compounding the negative effects of what that does, you and you don't understand your whole universe up, it will trickle into that conversation you have with your partner later on that day, and yeah. they bring you something you weren't expecting, and then you're and then you go, well, what is all that about? Right. You right. approach it in a way right. that's not gonna further y'all's relationship if, if, or you or whatever it is fucked up or disturbing happens to you whether it's as simple as dropping the bottle you know yeah chill take a breather yeah you're gonna feel like crap maybe for for a little while but learn to channel it and just goodbye yeah i'm not dragging this shit along i'm not dragging this bullshit along i'm not i'm leaving it in the past that's right it already happened it died I'm good. And here's my Chilling. thing to those people who may may be in a place where they can't make that instant instantaneous change. Use my 24-hour rule. I'm going to make a, a solo podcast on this. I know that there's a lot of youngins that look at our shit. Listen, it's a 24-hour rule. Listen to this like if me and Makai are your brothers, your older brothers. That's it. Listen to this shit like that. Like, 
Don't let little bullshit or bullshit in general consume you and fuck you up. And listen to this. Exactly what I'm about to go into right now is the 24-hour rule. I learned this from one of my coaches in, in football. There's a 24-hour rule. When there are things, it's on you losing and you winning. You have something that comes into your day, right? God blesses us with the waking hours that we have in the day that we are in today. This moment that we have right now, the moments that we're living right now, right. we were purposed to live these. If there is something that comes into your universe that puts a blimp, a blip into your day, yeah. a hurdle into your day, a challenge and adversity, do not let that obstruct the rest of your day. We have a perfect example that just happened last week. I was supposed to do this po podcast last right. week. What the fuck? You texted me. I actually had forgotten. Yeah. And you texted me and I told you, hey, bro. I'm broke as fuck. I cannot make the drive. Can yeah. you? Can we? Can we schedule it next week? What did I say? Yeah, bro. No problem. That's right. Exactly. And look, that was the way of me saying, "All right, I'm not gonna let it get get me down. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna go over there and do this podcast." That's right. And look, and because I didn't want you to feel like, look what I told you today when I came here. Mm -hmm. I was this close. I was this close of not being able to make it. Yeah. But God. <laughs> put a blessing purpose. on my way last week and i was put, able to fill up my tank yeah and make it over here to the podcast bro. He, because he purposed us to have this conversation right whether whether, whether it was going to be recorded or not whether there was a video supposed to be here or not that's another example right 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 i could have sat here and pressed oh fuck it we're not right? doing the podcast because we're not filming a thousand it. percent yeah it doesn't matter you you look at any it Regardless of what's happening, whether it's small, medium, or large, do not allow it to affect or take away the opportunities that are past it. A lot of the time, what happens to people is they have those instant. They're like, like what happened with that person? Their tire blows out. Right. They get stuck on the highway, or whatever the case is, they will take that. The rest of their day is shit. What happened? They to take that day and they lose everything that they could have capitalized on past that, bro. Perfect example. What happened to Kay's girl? Yeah, her literally. Car, her literally. car fucking broke down on the freeway in the middle of the night. Literally. This fool went up over there, helped her out. The next day, she got a brand new car. She didn't even know she was going to get right. a brand new car. That's right. She didn't even know that. She, was, she wasn't She was planning it. Nope. It was a fucked up situation that turned into a beautiful situation. And she, I bet you, this is an assumption, but I know Austin and I know them. They had a, they had a perspective on that situation that allowed them to get to that next step because they did not allow that to be a catastrophe, yep. to take it as a victim. Like, right. oh, woe is me. Oh, fuck. Woe is me. No, but I'll say this. Hey, yeah, yeah, Mike what, what's, what's up, baby? Hey, 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 what's up, baby? What's Bro. good, baby? <laughs> <laughs> what's good, no, man? He woke up. He hey, woke I'm up. back. <laughs> hey, I'm back. I had to make a white claw run, dude. <laughs> good looks. No, you know what's so interesting about, like, what you're saying? is the fact of yes we looked at it and even though at the time i mean it's 2 30 in the morning bro totally it it's a it, challenge it's, exactly. it's it's challenging but you know what you know what we did was that night at 2 30 in the morning we said hey tomorrow when we wake up we're gonna handle our shit that's right we have to handle it have to there is no other option. That's right. We're, no, we're not. We're not going to sit here. Zero options mentality. I mean, we could sit here. That gets me and, fired and in up, the next I'll, I'll day, you know, in the next right day, now. we could go the simple route. Let's get a, 
rental. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do that. Easy. But I said, no. I said, tomorrow when we wake up, we're going to get this figured out. Yeah. And so what do we do? The next day, we got to the dealership at 10 a.m. We didn't leave till 5. Yep. We we talked to multiple to sales nego- managers. Those sleazy Y'all know how it is, scumbags. <laughs> dealer. I was a sales consultant for CarMax. I know what that is. Yeah, hey, shout, out, those, shout out my GMC sle- salesman. I'm going to be honest. I've never he felt more anxiety up. anywhere else other than a car dealership. <laughs> bro, but it that's the whole point, bro. bro, is like. No, it is. It is. We got to a point where we understood we can continue to just like, yo, we'll take the easy route. Let me get a rental. Let me do this. Let me do that. I mean, going to the dealership was the last resort even before this situation happened because mm. of the sleaziness and the struggle right. and the adversity right. that we already See, faced exactly. while we were down there. But when this happened, bro, not only is it 2.30 in the morning and we wake up at like... Eight thirty nine, like we get home, we don't fall asleep till like three thirty four. Right, but we understood the fact of like, yo, dude, you've got to face your adversities head on. Yes, yeah, sir. Can I say and something? here's a, here's my last thing, real quick. Like, what I have to say too, on top of that, is even though it was a negative situation, right, in the in the viewpoint of probably everybody, nobody wants to have a car broken down at two o'clock in the morning. At the end of the day, God allowed y'all to spend more time with each other. Right. And to go through a challenge of oh, adversity, you know dude, what? I, do you see what I'm saying? On that, on that level of saying? spending time, I feel like that was one of those things. Because you're, you know, that like as a couple, on. bro. Like, I mean, I'll never forget that moment. That's what I'm saying. But those are those things. Those are those moments. Like I was, you, yeah. Austin, you could, you were in bed, homie. No, I know. You could, <laughs> you I could have, have just, and I'll tell went you what, to bed, bro. Like I would have for every one of. My exes, if they were, <laughs> bro, and that's a big thing hey, too. Shout like, out Aaron, Aaron. That's shit, no, and that's that big that's time. that like shows a lot for me of how I feel it towards is. her. It is because I and I was yeah. telling Makai, bro, and I know everyone can relate, bro. You put your phone at night and you turn to the right, bro. Game over. That's it. Night it's night. time for bed. It's not night time. And then randomly, I hear. I think that I hear a vibrator. I've got an air purifier, a fan, and an AC going, <laughs> and rain noises going. I think I hear a vibrate. I open my eyes, and I leave my phone facing up. So if I do get a call and yeah, I open yeah, my yeah. eyes, my my room will be lit. Right, right. So I see my room lit, and I, I lean over. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this will like this is how I feel. Like, I purpose. instantly, bro jumped up shorts on hoodie on vans on yo i'm coming like it i mean but that's just how i feel about her right like i was willing to do that but happily and joyfully agreed but this goes back to even what we were saying before right even even if you felt the way that you felt say you were in a position where like you just you just weren't feeling it maybe you didn't know or have all the context about what was going on with her Right. In a different scenario, not this scenario, but in maybe right. another one, you still made the conscious decision, not only because you have so much care and love for your girl, but you are also demanding that actions speak louder than everything else. Right. Which is all of what we're talking about. And it's taking on the adversity. Even if I even if taking let's it say, on. for example, zero. My car, mentality. my car was getting towed for sweets. Uh, street sweeping, and I find out in the middle of the night. Oh, the dreaded sweet street sweeping! I just Bro, did the same I'm, thing I'm, as you. I'm getting street. up, and I'm and I'm t- 
even though I'm uncomfortable because it's fucking two or three in the morning, I'm getting up. But my mentality in which I've trained myself is I'm going to attack the adversity right here and now. That's it. I'm not going to wait till later. No. And that's the issue, bro. Attack it now. It is people. People will put things off and That's off right. and off That's and off right. and off to the point where it's like now it's a mute point. Now, now the 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 opportunity is gone. The opportunity is. We gone. all make that mistake of putting shit off. That's right. We all do. We're human, bro. That's right. We all do. And I want to say something about this whole adversity thing. Um, as, as far as like art, uh, as, as as far as being an artist goes. Yeah. You're gonna face. A shit ton of adversity as an artist, especially if you're a young motherfucker trying to be an artist. Don't let that shit put you down. Don't let it give you writer's block. Don't let it keep you from making music, bro. Yeah. Whether you're a producer, a singer, a rapper, whatever the fuck. Speak a it. poet. Yeah, blo- blogger content. Blogger, podcaster and shit. Don't let it get to you, bro. Don't let it get to you. I went through almost a six-month writer's block, bro. Mm. Stressing the fuck out because I was like, man, what the fuck? And, you know, I realized, man, I'm just letting all this negativity get to me, bro. You are letting it. You That is the key It's phrase. my fault. I'm letting it. That's right, brother. It's my fucking fault. That's no right. one else is. It's my me. fucking fault, bro. That's right. It's my fault for letting it letting, letting it eat that's my... Right. And that's the same goes for those people who are out there who are out of shape and they've lost... The, the people right. that were fit in high school I, and they've gained 100 pounds. Right. They've gained 80 right. pounds. Their lifestyle and the habits that they're doing. You can change that, bro. It is you, bro. You can change All, it that. It just takes you... It, it takes... Alleviate the distractions in I your was, life I and was, focus on what you got to do every single day. I was talking day. to Cadence before the show yeah. and I told him... I, I, I opened up with him and I'm like, man, I've been having a mean old writer's block. Mm. And Cadence tells me, hey, man, after the show, you're going to... It's going to help you. I was wow. like, yo, oh, no, I know. I was about to say no to the show. Hands down. Man, I would have drove down to San Diego and slapped you myself. <laughs> <laughs> so check this shit out. I was about to say no to the show because I was going through shit with, with, with yeah, you just my... Yeah, you just had a baby, boy. It's not even that. It's not even the baby or my my personal life at home. It was more on the music side of shit. Like, I feel, I feel. I was going through a lot. I, I've been going through a lot of shit with my last producer i'm not gonna go ahead and name no one because i'm not here to fucking fuck up someone's name or anything like that no, I feel it. but it really did put me down a lot yeah. it really made me uh very um i wasn't confident to do it by myself you That's know big time, yeah and i finally realized yo i gotta break th- uh, ties with this dude because yeah. it's just fucking slowing me down i wish you the best i love you bro you've done so much. And I'm going to say it in here. This man evolved my sound. Mm. He made me understand how to make quality music. Mm. I've always knew how to make quality music, but I'm talking about as far as the recording, mixing, mastering, what to do, how to emphasize certain words, wow. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The artistry. I learned so much from this dude. Yeah. I'm man enough to admit it, bro. I'm man enough to admit it, but things happen between us. Sure. And that was that, bro. I, honestly, I if you if you you know who you are. If you're listening to this, bro, I love you. I forgive you, and hopefully, you know, one day we can come to an understanding. Yeah. Hands down, bro. Because I, 
you've done a lot for me as far as music goes. <laughs> and I'm never going to forget that. I'm not yeah. the type of motherfucker that, that just uses people and yeah. says, fuck you when I don't yeah. need you no more. Right. No. No, I respect that. Eddie, no. For real. I, you know, I really hope that in this journey, in this musical journey, you reach success. And hopefully we both reach success. And one day in the future, we can come to an agreement and yeah. and just love and respect each other, bro. Yeah. Hands down. Like that. I, I Like that. And again, you, are, you set the standard with that, right? And it has zero to do with that individual. Yep. Put the mic on him. Put the mic on him. Well, I was just going to say, bro, like, as you're, prog- like, that's what it was, right? We love the boy. Yeah. We love him. Yeah, it's love. I, I, it's love. I, I, Anything that I've comes always, out of this I've studio felt, and out of this bro, group, bro, is all love, the same bro. Way. This man, my first show was in front of 1,500 people. My first show ever. And it was because of him. And it wasn't because of me. Yeah. He's the one that put me on that stage. He's right. the one that said, hey, I got a show coming. We're opening for King Lil G. Yeah. What? You want to rock it? I was nervous as fuck, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, let's do it. It's a lot of heads. Dude, I remember being the backstage fucking nervous, bro. Shivering I went to boots. the bathroom. That boy was shaking I in his boots. I fucking washed my face and I left the water just fall everywhere. And I was just <laughs> rapping all my songs in the mirror, making sure that I wasn't forgetting a lyric. Nothing, bro. Palm nothing. Sweaty. Yeah, Knees yeah. Sweet, arms ahead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mom's spaghetti. Nah, for real, <laughs> for real though. But you know, and, if you and, ever and, perform, y'all know. And that's Especially why, that's why I come from a place Jeez. of love with him. I don't hate him, bro. I love that, bro. I appreciate. I come I from a place of love that. with him, bro, because because this, of him, yeah. I got to experience a professional show, bro. Let come me stack. On. On, let me stack on top of this for the people that you have conflicts within your life today. Maybe you've had it in your past. Maybe you're going through it right now. You've got conflict. You've got an issue. Something's happening. Maybe they're pointing to you, or maybe you are the one. You got to make that decision. Right. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and see what angle it's coming from. At the end of the day, if it's the other person, deploy love, deploy understanding, deploy empathy. You don't. You don't. You don't need to. Pour in and, and do things out of your wits that are going to put you in a, a dangerous position or whatever the, the the case is. You need to do what's best for you, like what Eddie said. Sometimes the best thing is saying no and walking away. Right. And a lot of people have difficulty saying no and making that decision, so I respect you for that. Bro. But I want to give people, I want to give you, I want to give you power right now for the situations that you might be going through. If you are having difficulty with an, another individual, for me, I'm spiritually in tune and I have a relationship with God. So I am going to pray for that individual. Right. I'm going to ask for them to soften their hearts, soften their ears to hear or see a different perspective or see the angle that I might be coming from, which is I'm just here trying to deploy love and try to create a win-win right. as far as what we have going on right now. That is what you have control over. Is it going to create a perfect situation for you? Or are you going to drive an outcome that you actually want? Absolutely not. But what you can do is control the way that you can create peace in your life, which is knowing that you're coming at an angle that is not going to degrade or regress someone else for your betterment. That is not how you live this life. If you actually want to do things that are meaningful and purposeful in this life, that is not how you approach it. That is not how you do it. So I want to empower you to go about those situations, go about those relationships, 
go about those conversations, approach it with that mindset is I'm trying to deploy a win-win situation here. I'm trying to deploy love, empathy, and compassion. Watch how your freaking life radically changes, bro. Watch it radically change. And don't think that you can just do this once. You need to deploy it every single opportunity that you have. If you don't listen to what I've said time and time again, podcast after podcast, story after story, post after post, it is about your consistency behind these things that we're talking about. As soon as you lack the consistency, that is when you see the regression and the slippery slope happen. Again, we are not saying that things will create perfect. There is zero about this life that will be perfect. Majority of the time, shit is not going to go the way that you actually want it to go. But if you can deploy these actions, deploy these thoughts, deploy this approach, the life that you're trying to create, if or not even the life you're trying to create, your life in general will have more peace because you're going to be more in sound and in tune and have confidence in the way that you are moving and making actions or sorry, making decisions and taking action on your life. You are in you are now in the driver's seat rather than having someone else affect you emotionally or affect you or affect the person that you're supposed to be. Pour into that. It's it's like what I said earlier in the podcast come from a place of love if there's a little bit of more love in this world things will get better it is man hands down bro hands down like i said i love more people please man we need it so much this i want this i talked about this on episode two of this podcast i want this dude to battle all the demons that he has that's right and win that's right and win speak that shit become a better human being i'm not saying you're a bad human being you're a good human being but you need to. There's cracks and leaks in the game. Yeah, I There's want you to go ahead and fix what you gotta fix. And I wish you the best. And if life wants us to come together again, opens open arms for my end, bro. Yeah. Open arms, bro. Hands down. Yeah. Hands beautiful. down, bro. That's beautiful, bro. Hands down, bro. But um, shit. Um, what else can we say? Well, shit. I'm just gonna say, man. I mean, it's about time. We don't we don't want to take this too long in, in into the podcast. How, how, I mean, we how can, long are we going? We're about we're about close to two hours. Oh shit! All right, yeah. let's kill it at the let's, two hour mark. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up with love, man. I mean, let's, yeah. Let's do that. I mean, everything that we talked about. I know this was a, a longer form format, but there was a reason behind it. Like Eddie said, like there was there was other forces in this world that were driving this moment and this conversation, this interaction yes, to happen, and this happened tonight. And like we prayed, like we pray before every single podcast. We just hope that one of you guys can take a perspective from this, take something from the message that we deployed tonight. And embrace it. And embrace it, and hopefully it'll transform an aspect of your life so that you can get better as an individual so that from the greater good of the humanity and this opportunity that we have in the most volatile time in humanity that we can drive positive progression and momentum forward for the people around us. And yes, that's sir. all we can control. So, Eddie... My brother, I appreciate you. I thank you so much for making the travels out here. Right, again, yeah. this is this is something that we'll we'll definitely get this going again. And uh, I just want to thank you guys again for not only sticking, if, especially if you listen to every minute of this podcast. I want to say thank you for riding with us, yep. for taking the time. Because if you're listening to this, if you are on this podcast, if you're following me, you are trying to improve. 
bar none, you are trying to improve as yes, an individual. Sir. And so I appreciate you for taking not only the time to just tap in with me, but to tap in for yourself because you are trying to get better as an individual. And uh, I just, everything that we said tonight, just continue to work at it day in and day out. And as always, man, take care of your mind, yep. take care of your body, take care of your soul, and take care of the people around you. Yep. Continue to deploy this day in and day out, especially when you do not feel like it. And watch how your life unfolds and you create more peace, you deploy more love, and you impact more lives and souls on this earth. Dude. I love you guys so much. This is Orange County's very own. I'm your host, Makai. We got the boys, Eddie. Yes, sir. And Austin Milby in the mix. Cadence, M4, Makai. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, man. Peace out. We'll see you soon. Peace.